Get ready. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. I am Kami JC, your host. And I am Paul Henderson, your semi-regular guestish co-host. And, and if you're joining... I... Oh, sorry. Oh, Do you oh, Sorry. What? I forgot there was Who? more. I forgot there was more. <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, this is the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week and we get to know our guests. Uh, it is episode 206 of the Weekly Cooldown. And it is, uh, it is technically December 7th. Um, December 8th, when you might be listening to this on your pod, uh, catchers, chasers, but, uh, it is December 7th, actually. The Keeleys ended all of about 15 minutes ago, I think. We are, Achilles did what? The Keeleys ended about Oh, the Keeleys, yes, that's correct. The Keeleys ended about 15, the Keeleys, shut up, ended about 15 minutes ago. The Game Awards is what we're talking about today, um, and we're honestly, we're just gonna get right into it. I mean, like... Paul just said the Keeleys just ended 15 yep. minutes ago. Uh, and But before we get started, I do want to offer a disclaimer. Um, sure. So um, in years past when I've done this uh, portion oh, yes. of the show, I have been tanked off my ass. Zonked. Just incredibly drunk. I think I've done it like two or three times now. Um, this year, I'm I'm not drinking until Christmas. Um, I took a little oath of, of sobriety. Of a sorts, vow of silence. Side, starting, um, <laughs> starting from my birthday, November 3rd through Christmas. But... Uh, that hasn't precluded me from other substances, uh, so I am currently on a decent amount of a legal Delta 9 THC substance that you can find at any good smoke shop in the state of Texas. Completely mm-hmm. legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, the reason I say that is because uh, I, I do offer, I do always want to offer with these kind of episodes, viewer discretion is div- advised, one of the hosts is inebriated. I have the wherewithal to warn you that I am inebriated, but I am inebriated just... You know, if that's if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, maybe head to the next cooldown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next episode, which is not out yet. But anyway, no. the, <laughs> um, yes, the Jeff Keighley Awards, the Game Awards, no. whatever you want to call them, just ended. Um, and we are in the throes of digestion, but yeah. um, we are going to try and break down as much of it from our, our point of view as we can. And have some fun while doing it we are live on twitch for this episode hello twitch chat we appreciate you joining us as well be sure to let us know your opinions uh if you're in the chat as well or if you're listening to this on friday be sure to leave us a um a little comment on twitter on blue sky or any other social medias um or or you could leave that comment on apple podcasts and also leave a five-star review getting that right up front so you Mm. could not skip it um that being said (laughs) let's let's jump right in so the game the game awards always starts of course with the pre-show 7 30 um we get a little bit of insight into uh what's coming up we also get a little bit of insight into uh what kind of games we'll be seeing uh uh for for previews um we got a few of those right up front but really the meat of the game awards comes around at 8 p.m 
where uh eastern standard time or daylight savings whatever um where we get the rest of it <laughs> um so everything from game direction narrative art direction score audio design performance games for impact which is actually a super important and great uh, award best ongoing game indie game debut indie game <laughs> mobile game and so much so much so much more we we got it all this evening um so really where do we begin where do we begin? <laughs> well, uh, what was the first big announcement of the night? Uh, for so for me, I think the first big announcement was um, the fact that Evil Twenty Twenty Three did not win <laughs> esports all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> esports no, that was... game of the year. Um, no, um, I think one of the big ones was Persona. Right, we got to look at yeah a like slew of persona things coming out yeah well we we knew persona 3 was coming that was sort of almost like sizzle reel at this point they've shown a lot of footage of that game so Mm -hmm. not there wasn't really much new that they could show but they they did show a little bit of new stuff around social links and uh the new upcoming rpg from the persona team that i can't remember the name of because it's like latin (laughs) right yeah, yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we got to look at the Persona Three um, uh, trailer. Um, then there was a kind of Persona esque thing coming out. I I was struck by it because they gave the protagonist the same color hair they always give their protagonist, which is like this midnight blue yeah. look. And I was like, Do y'all know other colors exist for protagonists or? Um, I was also struck by it because it seems to be the first time Atlas and these, uh, the folks that make this series of games have tackled a kind of more high fantasy looking yeah. game, um, elves and, and dwarves and whatnot. No, it looks sick. Um, I, I, I thought it was interesting cause it looks like it's going to be like somewhere in between an action game and an RPG, like the overworlds and where the monsters are like. There are action aspects to battling them, but then mm. it transitioned into like traditional turn-based JRPG. Right. I, I'm, I'm curious to know more about that and what exactly all that entails. Like, is the attacking in the overworld just like a superficial like bonus attack before battle starts, or is that like a core part of the game? Is the RPG for like all battles, or is that like supposed mm. to be representative of like bigger, more more like grandiose battles, like? How how broad are these two systems and how they interact with each other? That's super interesting. I'm also wondering if we're getting the kind of social link aspects of it still, too. Because it does seem like there's still more of that in this game. Having never played a Persona game, I do know that there is that aspect of Persona uh, yeah. in every Persona game where you're making these weird kind of relationships. Um, you know, they're not all scripted. Um, mm-hmm. Some of them you have to actually play the game to kind of figure out. Um, and, see, and it seems like we saw some of that in the gameplay trailer we got. So, yeah, that's looking pretty cool. It definitely looks like it's built off the back of Persona without actually being Persona. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, so uh, that that was the like I think the biggest thing that we saw in the pre or at least leading up to the actual <laughs> yeah. show. Um, we got uh, Mr. Christopher Judge again, who of course had to play into the idea that he gave an eight minute speech last time he was up on stage and yep. therefore had to keep it keep it tight this time and he did to his credit to his credit he did um uh he did give a li- i like that he went a little off script and was like 
no, you get up here and you do your thing. And uh-huh. Jeff was like, I don't know about that, Chris, but you know, <laughs> sure, you do your thing. Um, I, I do, I do feel like I said this in my live tweeting. I I'm fine with the idea that they have to play you off at some point, mm. but the jarring like orchestral music into like twangy rock guitar music is yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a complete jump scare because the way they do it the way they usually edit it for like the oscars or whatever whenever they do that is like there's a fade out of the music and then they bring in the more energetic music they're just they pressing just, buttons up there yeah the... <laughs> they were just letting it rock man it's the music it anyway yeah no they were they were fucking yanking people off with the canes left and right this year i think they yeah. just didn't want another chris judge incident and like slowed that I don't down. think I don't think any of us wanted a Chris Judge uh incident to be to to be honest but the 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 quickness in which they would do this I was just like okay sure no yeah. such as you're right as an american um what else did we get there's so much um yeah. so Chris Judge came out to give out the first award uh which went to Neil Newbon for uh best uh, voice right best voice uh over best uh, acting in in a video game, oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I think really deserved it. Oh um, yeah, that's that's my Heisenberg. Yeah, I, um, I know that a lot of people really wanted Ben Star Clive Final Fantasy yeah. sixteen to win this one, but I really think that there's something special about Neil Newbon as like an actor and as a person. That we really haven't seen in a voice actor, maybe since Christopher Judge, right? Where he seems so genuinely thrilled and humbled by the entire experience. Um, yeah. Despite the fact that he is actually incredibly talented at what he does. Especially from going from like Heisenberg to Asterian, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's very drastic in my opinion. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I, uh, I, I, I do, from what I have seen of Asterion, I'll admit, um, I, I bought, I bought Baldur's Gate 3, but I just can't click with CRPGs. I, it's, <gasps> a per, it's a personal failing. It's a personal failing. I, I, it's, I think it's a great game. Not for me, but, um, but like <laughs> seeing all the clips of him speaking as Asterion, he's definitely the one that's grabbed me the most. Yeah. Um, there's a rather infamous, um, section where I guess he gets blasted by a sunbeam of some kind to obliterate. To, to smithereens and if you revive him he fucking yells at you about it yes that's oh god it's so good good on good on uh larian studios for for putting things in that uh, in the game like that too um <laughs> knowing that it would be kind of jarring for you to kill your companion and then having them be like oh no that was cool um one of the things i remember seeing immediately after um, Neil Newbond's um, win is this game called Big Walk. Yeah. That Big was, Walk um... is developed by the folks who did um, Untitled Goose Game. Yes. And yeah, it, it looks, looks like some sort of like cartoon. You're like some cartoon sphere character that looks like it jumped off the side of like a Japanese school bus. And you're like exploring this like photorealistic planet while newt nooting at each other and carrying shit around. It is so weird, but so cute. And I cannot wait to see 
how it like I've, I've been watching a ton of twitch streams and stuff i can't wait to see what people do with that one um it seems like a real kind of twitch friendly game mm-hmm. um family friendly game as well uh the developers house house uh the team behind untitled goose game uh this really weird spherical protagonist <laughs> uh strange atmosphere kind of planetary game uh where you're doing a lot of survival type things it seems like right a lot of exploring and maybe a little bit of building but not much else shadow puppetry even <laughs> but not much other than that it seems uh coming sometime in 2025 uh so we're near we're almost there we got one more one and a half ish more loops around this sun um what else we got going on what were some what page do you have open that you're that you're looking at these i've got the winners list on ign and i've got everything announced on ign and i also have my live tweeting uh which i've been which i did the entire time as i was playing i'm I'm trying to keep myself organized over here it's just yeah i'm 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 doing it i'm guiding us what do you think of the prince of persia game it looks fine i mean it looks fun i guess yeah I i have no strong feelings about it I wish Ubisoft would do something more with that. I do think it's cute that they're kind of going back to their roots with it, making it yeah. like the more uh, snappy, actiony, side-scrollery type game. Yeah. Very, uh, very uh, deliberate movements, which was a big defining feature of the original mm-hmm. Prince of Persia. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wish they would like do something a little bit more, uh, f- I don't know, cool with it. But... I, I get that there are Prince of Persia stands out there or something. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, the Hellblade, Hellblade sequel looks very cool. You got another yes. look at that. Still masterclass of uh, audio engineering, if nothing yeah. else. Those games yeah. are out of this world. Um, I'm super excited about that one. I'm looking forward to it. I might replay the first one just because. Um I still haven't played Alan Wake 2, but Alan Wake 2 went home with a lot of awards. <laughs> yeah. Everything I know about Alan Wake, it was absolutely deserved. Having said that, um, I've only played the original Alan Wake. I, I actually got remastered relatively recently. And if if Alan Wake 2 is anything like the original Alan Wake, but modernized and cranked to 11, Somehow, yeah. that game's got to be out of control. <laughs> yeah. Um, listening to the... So they had the... Um, first of all, Poets of the Fall are like my heroes. I love yeah. them so much. Um but they had them up on stage doing some music from the game and just listening to that made me want to go buy the game immediately. Um, yeah. Poets of the Fall are amazing. They're uh, the, the fictional band within yeah, the yeah. universe. Um, and they're just a f- uh, f- fascinating group too. I mean, uh, it, it seems like they brought in the, the kind of mocap actor to, to perform in the, in the song as well. Um, which speaks to the uh, reason why they were in the category for best music, um, best art direction, and so many others. Um, Alan Wake 2 ended up going home with best art direction, best narrative, which was surprising, um, and best game direction. Um, Best narrative, actually, I'd like to focus in on because I love a good storytelling game. Um, Best narrative uh, winner was Alan Wake 2, beating out Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Spider-Man 2. Um, the fact that that game got so under the wire, in my opinion, yeah, and beat out Baldur's Gate 3, 
I think is fascinating. Um, simply because the hype centered around Baldur's Gate 3, coupled with the idea that it has a uh, kind of kind of a, a a set narrative, but one that is focused on your choices, right? It is yeah. it is the ultimate choices matter game. Um, <laughs> the, the the fact that Alan Wake two had such a strong a stronger story that is completely set in stone and could beat out that is is amazing to me Mm -hmm. um and again having not played the game it makes me even more excited like i guess this is Uh why the awards exist at this point um it it makes me want to go play it like literally right this second i need to see what that story is about yeah i um from what i've heard you can do all right without having played the original alan wake but it definitely does improve the story Mm. Might have to go play the first one again. I, l- I remember it pretty well, but still. Um, same thing with uh, Super Mario Wonder. Super Mario Wonder won four best family game. Yes. Uh, beating out Sonic Superstars, Pikmin 4, Party Animals, and Disney Illusion Island. Um, mind you, I have not seen a whole lot of people talk about uh, Sonic Superstars or Disney Illusion Island, but Party Animals and Pikmin 4, I've seen tons of um, leading up to the Game Awards. Wonder got in under the wire here, too. It did. It did very much so. Um, kind of hitting around October, I think. Yeah. Um, so the idea that, you know, I mean, it, I guess it is kind of a household name, right? Everyone yeah. knows Super Mario at this point. I think it was, it was between Pikmin 4 and Mario Wonder. Mm-hmm. Or, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario Wonder. And it just... Pikmin 4 was a fantastic game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had some issues with it, but like those were nitpicks on my part. Um, fantastic game, but Mario Wonder was just... It's just... It's 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 the... <laughs> this feels stupid. It, it is the next Mario. <laughs> sure. Like, Absolutely. It feels like the future of where the Mario series either is going or should go going forward if they're going no. to make more Mario Mario's Bros. games. I can agree with that because I mean the, it it is the it is the game in which Charles Martinet is no longer yeah a part of that right so it is absolutely a new chapter almost completely for the Super Mario franchise. Um, Pikmin Four did win for best uh, sim and strategy. Yeah, game. best sim and strategy game. I did not see that coming. <laughs> The, that was pretty interesting. Um, beating yeah. out Fire Emblem Engage, Company of Heroes 3, City Skyline 2, and Advanced Wars Reboot Camp. I guess I'm mostly surprised. I don't know anything about Company of Heroes, but Company of Heroes is the one I would think of as the most likely to win of those games. Just yeah. on their face. Yeah, yeah. Or even Fire Emblem. I mean, what's going on? Um, best multiplayer game is something I want to talk about. Yeah. Best multiplayer game was Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animal, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Baldur's Gate 3 won this category. Yeah, which is interesting for a few reasons. Yes. Um, so I think for me, it's interesting because for as much as Baldur's Gate 3 is a multiplayer game, it is still, like I think, more of a quintessential single-player experience. Yeah. Like it's it's definitely playable multiplayer, and they have really good concessions for it, but it doesn't feel like it's the core design of the game, right? Um, whereas all these other games are like playing with other people makes yeah. this better. Yeah. 
So very except for, interesting. Except for Street Fighter Six makes it actually well, worse. <laughs> well, but that's why um, we love it. That is indeed why we love it. Um, I was excited. I was excited to see a VTuber win. Uh, yeah, content creator of the year. I think that that was actually last year too, right? Oh yeah, I don't remember last year very well, but I do remember this year. <laughs> Fifteen yeah. minutes ago to be. Exact. No, I was Ludwig last year. Never mind. <laughs> Ludwig, Ludwig, my favorite VTuber confirmed. My favorite VTuber, Ludwig. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. I was like, okay, well, VTubers are, are on the big stage on the on the silver screen. Um, my friend Ikumi Nakamura showed up. She did, and I don't know what she's showing us, but I was so happy to see her. Yeah. <laughs> um, the game that she revealed it comes from her new studio which is unseen i believe yes. um it looks like something I, the the one thing i have to say about these uh reveals is that there's not enough gameplay in it um and i get that that's kind of on purpose but mm-hmm. I, I need a little bit more but regardless she she showed us something pretty freaking cool yeah. and i was pretty it, interested it looks super in interesting. That. like um, yokai fight with friends <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that, right? Um, very kind of uh, street style too, right? Like lots of mm-hmm. uh, graffiti and all that stuff going on. Um, very neat, very neat, very neat. Let's see what else happens. No rest seems very cool. Um, yeah. No rest for the wicked. Um, I was hoping that we might see a Nightingale trailer again, but we did not get that. That's okay. Um, Cocoon got a few awards here. Yeah. Um, which is very nice. Cocoon seemed like a very chill kind of indie game. Uh, they got best debut indie game uh, this time around. So good for them. Out relatively recently, right? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and and looked like a, a fine time. <laughs> I could not tell you what it was about. It looked very kind of trippy, um, but v- very cool um, looking game. Honkai Star War, uh, Rail winning for best mobile game. I don't yep, care about sure. that category as much, but there that's cool. really wasn't also a lot in that category. Was like, yeah, Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Yeah, I was rooting for Hello Kitty Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, now something out of Sega is, yeah. is happening. They're, Sega's like, going nuts bun- over they're there. They're just reviving a bunch of old franchises out of nowhere. Uh, Shinobi, Crazy Taxi, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, and Jet Set Radio are all apparently getting brand new games. I could not be more excited for this. Um, it, it is the, um, it, it's the Sega kind of pack that you get on Steam. Yeah. Um, all of their like best games, right? Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, uh, Crazy Taxi upgraded with like whatever graphics engine they're using looks amazing (laughs) it looks really cool um same thing for jet set radio i was i i yelped when i saw um that pop up on the screen uh i was i was too excited it it seems like it might be um yeah it seems like they all might just be remakes but I'm kind of happy about it. Like, I'm kind of okay with that. Well, I, I don't know if they're all remakes. Um, the Crazy Taxi game looks brand new. I'm, I don't think hmm. it's it's anything. Uh, Streets of Rage. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Golden Axe definitely is brand new. It's like a mm-hmm. it's like a 3D ARPG now. 
which is pretty sick. Yeah, they, they all these games look super cool. Um, I'm especially personally excited about Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. Play the mm-hmm. shit out of both those games. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. What else did we get? Uh, let's see. Who won some uh, The games? new Dead by Daylight game got announced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. not a... I'm not a deadlight but dead dead by daylight person. So what are we what are we looking at here? So it's looking like um for anybody who is familiar with dead by daylight lore, essentially there is an entity out in the great beyond that pulls people into these games that they have to play against each other, the core of dead by daylight. And um this looks like it's going to be the story of how four of these survivors or maybe just one of these survivors got pulled into the entity's realm mm. as well as the creation of a killer who is also the killers are brought into the realm to like torture the survivors basically um it's it's the whole cycle of how um dead by daylight works but it looks like what's probably going to happen is this game is going to come out and then a new killer and a new survivor are going to get released in dead by daylight aha uh-huh. so, so give you an idea of, of like how what it looks like this is it's like an origin a lot of story sp- spiraling of content yeah that's what i think is gonna happen i dig it i dig it i dig it uh best action game guess who won for that uh you got it i remember core six you said I remember it. it i remember <laughs> you remembered um beating out dead island 2 ghost runner 2 hi-fi rush and remnant 2 armored core 6 um is is killing it um a game i still have not finished um but i will eventually um there was an ad with what was it outlast that had so many streamers in it and i was very yeah. happy about that it was very nice to see um a lot of streamers just doing their thing being being up on the stage um having played a good amount of outlast and being scared by it mm-hmm. um so i remember I think... Outlast just causing trouble with video game lawyers <laughs> yeah still causing trouble i think mm-hmm. um because that one you do some terrible things to just people in in the in the outlast multiplayer whatever it's called trials is it oh yeah i don't i i never played those games i can't i can't do it makes my stomach hurt um (laughs) okay so uh we were introduced to a game titled od or overdose yeah this is a Hideo Kojima game. It is. It's uh, um, we... a second game by Koji Pro being made in collaboration with Jordan Peele. Correct. Um, so we got a look at the trailer, which was mostly just people staring out at a God knows what, reciting a line over and over. And then at the end, one woman screams. Um, what's happening? Who knows? Um but Hideo Kojima described it as a um, a video game and also a movie and also just yeah. a new type of media altogether. Um, Classic we have, Kojima, whatever. yeah, we're, like who knows what he's doing? Um, and so we we've seen this happen before uh, recently with the Silent Hill franchise, where there are these attempts to kind of push beyond the kind of boundaries of media, right? You have Ascension, which is both video game and watchable experience. Um, I hope that's... uh, Ascension wasn't well-received, I guess, by most people, so I hope that's not what we're going into, at least not entirely. Hmm. Um, But I have to wonder what it is we're going into, right? You never know with Hideo Kojima. Um, This is his Xbox project, Um, so I guess his PlayStation project is still death stranding and whatever's going on there DS2. um 
but his Xbox project is OD. If you know I what guess it is, we're working on two games now. I'm surprised. I'm shocked they're working on two different games at the same time. Yeah, I uh, I was wondering when he might go back to like an original like like because his original horror game before yeah. he left uh, 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 Konami was going to be Silent Hills. Yeah. Um, and so I was wondering when he might slip back into doing something scary because he is known for doing both Metal Gear and Silent Hill. Um, and it looks like he's finally done it. He's finally doing Overdose. Gotten back to horror. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got some, a look at uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Jurassic Park, a Jurassic Park survival game of some kind. Yeah, that was a really good cinematic they showed us. <laughs> it, it was all this, just the cinematic. Um, yeah. But it was, it was interesting. I was impressed. I was impressed with how good the graphics were until they actually showed the real gameplay in the last five seconds, and it looked nothing like the yeah. what we had seen in the rest of the video. And I was like, "Oh, oh that was mind. that was cinematic." I thought that yeah, was gameplay. Yeah. I thought that was the opening cutscene. Okay, I'm unfortunate. And then immediately, like my my interest just nosedive because the game didn't look bad. Like the actual game didn't look terrible, no. but my expectations had been set so insanely high by the trailer. That when it actually came down to the gameplay, it was, like, crashing. Yeah, yeah. Pity, pity, pity. Um, let's move on to some win- some more winners. Um, <clears throat> we got Best Fighting Game, Street Fighter VI. Um, as if it was going to lose to God of Rock, Nintendo All-Star, Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, or Mortal Kombat 1. Yep. Uh, sorry for any Mortal Kombat stands out there. You were not going to win that. Um, best racing game, of course, went to Forza Motorsport. Mm. Um, best RPG went to Baldur's Gate 3. Um, best action adventure game went to Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, best uh, innovation in accessibility. Um, it's pretty interesting, right? Because, yeah. (laughs) I don't know that many people think about this one, but um, Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6 were all in this category, and Forza Motorsport ended up winning, Um, which is very interesting, right? Because I think of those games, I would not peg the racing game for being the most accessible. Yeah, from what I understand, they did some crazy stuff with it. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say they like did something with ASL in that game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember seeing the uh, video for it not too long ago, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, very cool. Best VR AR game, uh, Resident Evil Village was the winner. Um, best community support, Baldur's Gate 3 again took home that one. Shocking. Uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, best indie game, Sea of Stars, um, which I thought would uh, lose out to Dave the Diver, um, just because I remember seeing a lot of people playing that one. Um, uh, sea of Stars like won the hearts of every person that ever played the game Chrono Trigger. Oh, you know what? That's fair. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right about that. Um, best ongoing game, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 beat out uh apex legends final fantasy 14 fortnite and genshin impact um which is wild to me yeah well as as slow as the year of content has been for final fantasy 14 that's not really surprising sure um i I would have expected i wouldn't have expected that no not at all um 
Especially because, I, I don't know, it, it seems like the DLC was fine. <laughs> but to to say that that was the one for uh, best ongoing game is strange. Uh, best audio design, Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah, uh, no best runner. score, um, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Soken wins again. Soken sweep. Soken wins again. He's going home with so many awards um, these days. Always, always good. Um, again, best art direction, Alan Wake 2. Best narrative, Alan Wake 2. Best game direction, Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Um, switching back over to some of the previews we got. Um, speaking of Final Fantasy 16, what is happening in that game? I Somebody who it. knows 16. I don't 16, have a PS5. I haven't been able to play it, and I'm so tell sad. Tell me what's going on. Because I'm pretty Magitech. sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I heard the word Maricidia in there. Yeah. Y'all go in there? That's crazy. I thought, I thought they said Dissidia. <laughs> oh, that would be funnier. That would actually be so much funnier. Um, it would be insane if y'all are going to Maricidia before Final Fantasy XIV gets Maricidia. That, that is wild. That would be wild. Anyways. <laughs> um, I was thinking the, the first DLC they announced, the text looked like Final Fantasy XIV text. So I thought it, it was the crossover. I thought so too. But it, nope, it looks like it's Final Fantasy sixteen doing some... Crazy ass shit yet again. Yep. Um, we also got a look at uh, another World of Goo game. Uh, something I am sure. not personally excited for. But, uh, it, it's it's cute that it's coming out. Uh, it yeah. was like one of the original indie darlings. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dead Cell, the Dead Cell Studio revealed a game called Windblown, which kind of looks like Magic to me. I love like watching roguelike magic child furries getting blown to pieces. <laughs> That's what it was. You're right. <laughs> um, was cr- I don't know what to think of that game. I mean, it was very strange. It's it's a very different vibe from Dead Cells, which was mm-hmm. less cartoony and more gritty. I don't know. I kind of miss the Vector Man aesthetic, but that's just because nobody's ever mm-hmm. done the Vector Man aesthetic before. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Um. A game called Usual June uh, by one of my favorite studios, Finji, is uh, coming out in 2025. Um, Finji That's did... That's the Night in the Woods uh, guys, right? Um, I think so. They also yeah. did... Uh, oh, man. Tunic, uh, yeah. which is a very good game. No, then, yeah, it's not the game I was thinking of. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, Tales of Kenzera Zhao is coming out uh, April 23rd, 2024. Um, from Silver Rain Games. Uh, we got to see a very uh, awestruck man get up on stage and tell his story about this game. And yeah. very excited to see uh, this. It, it, it's one of those side scroller kind of action games, mm. but um, I'm very excited to see what that one's about. Um, we got another look at Black Myth Wukong with an official release date, yep. um, August 20th, 2024. Um, Joseph Fares is coming out again with uh, Brothers A Tale of Two Sons remake, um, if you're into that sort of thing. I do think that's actually pretty cool that's coming out now that yeah. he's got a bit more notoriety. Um, there are people more willing to play his games. Sometimes, like, you go back and your older games were good. It's just nobody knew who you were, so nobody played them. And then you sort of get a chance to go back and do it again. Because yep. that game wasn't unpopular, per se. But, like, it, it didn't exactly catch the world on fire. Right. It does look a lot more fleshed out, too. Oh, yeah. You know, he's got more money and we've got better graphics engines. So Absolutely. He's getting something going there. 
Um, da, 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 da. We talked about the Dead by Daylight spinoff. We're getting Visions of Mana. Um, yeah, brand new, uh, brand new Mana series game. Using very typical looking Mana esque characters, though. Yeah, I got kind of um, thrown off because at first I thought it was um, Dragon Quest. Yeah, it looks like that. It looked like that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Visions of Mana by Square Enix. Um, we talked about the Jurassic Park survival coming from Saber Interactive. Aha! Here's what we need to talk about: mm. Blade. Is Blade baby? Marvel's Blade in development at Arcane Studios. Something I did not have on my bingo. No. At all. Arcane Blade. Sure. Um, no, I mean. It makes sense with Dishonored. It's just, you know. Sure. I I love Dishonored. Mm. And I love, love, love Deathloop. Deathloop is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite games. So to know that Arcane is working on Blade. To know that Arcane did black people very well in Deathloop. <laughs> um, I am excited. I am very excited to see what they come up with with this game. Um, especially because we've been waiting for the Blade movie for so long. Yeah. It's been kind of a mess, very dubious. But then they got their rights, the, the, their hands on this IP and said, yeah, we're going to do this right. I so. don't know what the fuck's going on. What was that countdown timer? Why was everything turning red? I'm so, I'm so. Well, I was my man chilling at the barber shop while the world was in. Well, that's so typical. That feels very typical, Blade. Um, and I also want to know who's, who's doing the face for Blade. Yeah. Um, it seems like they went very typical, right? It does kind of still look like it's holding on to the... Um... Give me a hand here, folks. Who is the actor from the original Blade movies? I'm going to look at it. I know who he is. Wesley Snipes? Thank you. Um, it it looks like they're sticking... Again. <laughs> it looks like they're sticking to his, to his look. Um... But but I'm sure there's a different mocap actor and everything like that. So um, very very cool. I'm 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 I cannot be more excited about that. Um, thank you, <laughs> Wesley. I know Wesley Snipes. I know him. Um, for some okay. reason, my brain it's it's 11 p.m. almost one, 12 a.m. One, one game I absolutely need to talk about. Sure. Sean Murray got up on stage and told us his sweet little lies once more. It was beautiful. Light no fire looks wonderful. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light No Fire by the makers of No Man's Sky. Yeah. Um, Apparently <sighs> an open world, gigantic world MMO of some kind with crafting and I... It, it looks ambitious. I'll I give him that. don't know what it is. We can give him the it looks ambitious badge yeah. forever. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like when it comes out, but it did look like a lot of fun. I like the kind yeah. of like herding that seemed to be happening the herding of animals or something like that um that was really cool i'm very i'm interested to see where that goes especially for folks i know who were on the no man's sky roller coaster Mm -hmm. were very excited about it got their hands on it day one and was like this is awful then got back on the ride and was like actually it's can only go up from here i guess Um, the, the only the only question you have to ask is are they going to stick the landing this time, or is it going to be another No Man's Sky where they have to get back there over the years? One, one can only, one can only know. There's a reason. There's a reason Keeley like laughed and said what he said at the start of the game's presentation. Everybody knows. 
<laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Let's take a quick look at chat. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 was solid, but the story and themes were repeated, repetitive and preachy. Yeah, I, I've heard that before. Uh, Arcane has a black studio director. I did not know that. Um, only major studio with one, as far as we know, I imagine. Or is that is that true? Only major studio um, that they know. So glad they got Blade. Looks, uh, Taz says, I think this is about no uh, light, no fire. Light uh, no fire yeah. Looks cool. I'm preparing to get griefed. Some twelve year old is gonna swoop in on my on a dragon and burn down my village. Almost certainly. Yikes. 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 Oh, I feel and, it. And uh what else have we got? Are there were there any more major announcements before the last So one? there's a lot of original IPs I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, which I think is a first, right? I think in I think last uh year we got a few original ips but it was a lot of sequels mm-hmm. um this one i'm seeing um lost records from the uh, creators of life is strange um i'm okay. seeing rise of the ronin uh march 2024 the first berserker which is some kind of like cell shaded uh, yeah some, some dungeon fighter online uh yeah souls like almost arpg type thing um the first descendant which i'm not sure what that's about either uh very interesting looking kind of uh futuristic thing yeah um mecha break um which looks brand new and is exciting to me because i'm very into robots right now um looks like kind of zone of the enders meets gundam yeah the like super grounded like empty huds that you play with yeah yeah interesting um very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, we got Last Sentinel um, from Lightspeed LA, uh, which is uh, also another kind of futuristic looking, mm. um, almost like Ghost in the Shell kind of, uh, where there seems to be some kind of coexistence between robots or androids yeah. and humans. Um, we got a last look at the finals which is out now officially uh season one yay I've, yeah I've, hard, I've, I've been completely soured on the finals it's it's so hard to feel good about that game right now yeah um like it's it looks so cool but i it is so hard to feel good about that yeah uh, to to cue anybody in who doesn't know um it turns out that the finals uses a lot of ai generated speech based patterned off the original VO that's in the game. I did learn that not all of the VO in the game is AI, actually. It's a mix between pre-generated and pre-recorded and AI-generated, but, like... Yeah. It's, like, I, I have absolutely zero interest in playing that game now. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Um, we learned that Simulu is a StarCraft player and uh, is very excited for Stormgate. Stormgate looks great. I'm actually super excited about Stormgate. Uh, yeah. I, have I talked about it on the podcast that I started you playing? You have talked StarCraft? about how you are now a StarCraft. I've played more human. StarCraft since then, and as a result, oh, I've been watching a lot of StarCraft YouTube. <laughs> and so um, Stormgate kind of showed up at the perfect time. I already donated $25 to the Kickstarter. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Easy peasy. Uh, Asgard's Wrath 2 with Loki, uh, Demon Looks Semantics. Like kind of neat VR game. <laughs> it does indeed. Yeah. Um, we've we got it. another look at Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Um, we got a look at a game called Ready or Not, um, which is just a lot of guns. Yeah. <laughs> just a lot of guns. <laughs> um, we also got a look at uh, the... Uh, Get the fuck out creators new yes. game. 
uh, which I believe is called. Give me a second. I'm searching. I'm searching. I'm searching. I can't was remember. Was it just GTFO, the final chapter? No, there was a. There was so they're they're releasing that, but they're also releasing. Uh, damn it! I'm better. I'm better than this. <laughs> I got this. I got this. I'm so much better than this. It is called. <laughs> it had some other GTFO type name. Um, uh, Den of Wolves. Thank oh, you. that's what that trailer was. Okay, I was Den of Wolves. I was really out of it at that point. So like, yes. things just they people were talking, and then things just started flashing, and suddenly people started posing real cool, and it, I was like, I don't know what's it, going on, but I kind of want to know more about it. It moves so fast. It moves so fast, and I thought I wrote it down, but I did not. That was Den like when I was. That yes. was like when I was like peak stoned. I was just completely peak stoned. I was just not following it at that point. That I have a friend who would vibes. be so proud of you. Um, Is that true? I have a friend who would be like, "You got peak stoned, nice." Nice. Um, <laughs> um yeah, Dead of Wolves looks um, again like a, one of those heisty payday games, um, but it looks kind of gritty and guttural, which I kind of dig. Um, payday, I think has that going for it as well but there was something about this one at least from the trailer that felt like like they were really leaning into how like nasty this game can get um and so i'm really into that yes karashda (laughs) um okay so unless there's anything i'm i'm sure i did miss something um but it has we've gone through just about everything yeah let's discuss the reason why most people watch this, aside from the trailers, which is Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Game of the Year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, Alan Wake 2 came away with a good many awards. Mm-hmm. Um... Baldur's Gate 3 came away with a few under, actually, um, as the as the night led up. I think they were about neck and neck. Um, but ultimately, Baldur's Gate 3 beats out Alan Wake 2 for Game of the Year. And Tears of the Kingdom, I think, was probably third. Yeah. Um I'm I'm conflicted about this. <laughs> Is that so? Um I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 deserves it, without a doubt. Yeah. But I'm also like, what if, what if we gave it to Alan Wake too? Like, it's interesting for you to cap for a game that you haven't played. I the reason why I say that is because I can I can't see how you can win game direction, narrative, art direction, and not game of the year. You know what? I think I get what you mean. Like I again, I have not played that game. In terms of but... <laughs> they won a lot of really important categories, but not the ultimate one. It's very, it's very. Um, it, it feels very politicky in a way, um, yeah. where it, maybe you know, Alan Wake Two was indeed the game of the year, but something about the the kind of politics and the and the way people voted for Baldur's Gate Three felt. It could also, okay, counterpoint, is this could be an argument point that Baldur's Gate 3 is, what? I said point, counterpoint. Yeah, 
Counterpoint is that you might argue that the idea that Alan Wake won all these individual categories but didn't win Game of the Year means that Baldur's Gate is just greater than the sum of its parts. I guess I can see that. Like, if everything in the game was of an above-average quality, as opposed to a game that was really, really good in a few areas but weak in other areas, which one would you say was the better game? I could, Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can see your your reasoning yeah. there. Now, um, now, also, I do understand. It's like, well, yeah, but it, those are three really important categories. Why would a game that won those not win? But I, I think that's what's probably what's happening here is just that Baldur's Gate mm-hmm. 3 is greater than the sum of its parts. Not doesn't excel in any particular one thing, but all of it put together, game of the year, no question. Sure, sure, sure. I can see that. I can see that. I didn't really um, like Baldur's Gate 3 that much. <laughs> as we've discussed, you are yeah. broken. Callback. Because <laughs> I just can't do CRPGs on me. Some sort of weird person. Yeah. Um. I didn't even no, like RTSs it. until recently. Oh, I could. I don't think I could ever. I don't hey, know. Hey, Jace, let's play. That. Let's play a Starcraft on stream sometime. I'm not touching that. You want to I will never touch that. Let's just end the podcast um, right now. And play some Starcraft. No, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I will. I don't think I will. Um. What is your? I guess personal game of the year right uh, we are at the end of the year basically yeah, we can talk so, about that uh i've only played i think some of Baldur's gate 3 um mario wonder and tears of the kingdom so those are the three i'm probably best positions to mm. vote on um and but also like can, taking in mind what i know about the other games for me i think it's a toss-up between tears of the kingdom and alan wake 2 Mm. Alan Wake 2, um, I mean, I played the original Alan Wake and I've seen a, a bit of Alan Wake 2, but what I've seen is that game looks extremely like my shit. There's just a lot of really interesting stuff going on. And I think Tears of the Kingdom kind of went through the Zelda cycle a little bit, which it's like, well, there, there, there's sort of a variant of the Zelda cycle where when the game first comes out, it's the best game that's ever been made. And then after a little while the hype fades away and people start souring on it and are like, yeah, yeah. man, it was just more tears of the, or more, more breath of the wild. I think, I think that it was absolutely a fantastic game and worthy of at least second place this year in a very yeah. stacked field. Yeah. 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 Um, I think of the choices I would, I would still pick Baldur's Gate 3, even though I am like rooting for a, a Alan Wake 2 to take that. I was rooting for Alan Wake 2 to take yeah. that home, especially when I saw that it was winning those categories. Um, I still think I would vote for uh, Baldur's Gate 3. I have my a lot of years, El Paso elsewhere. Yeah, so my actual, though, is somewhere between El Paso elsewhere and um, Bomber Cyberfunk. Um, Bomber Cyberfunk gave me such a, it, it, it felt like a really long, warm hug. <laughs> um, it was just that good. Um, and there was, uh, there was a lot of callbacks to like, uh, culture and race in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that didn't feel weird, right? They, they spoke about being Puerto Rican and being black in that game. And I was like, oh, hey, me. <laughs> and, yeah. and it just felt nice. Um, and then of course, El Paso elsewhere is just, it's just a good game. It's so good. Um, <laughs> so I think we've gotten that out of the way. Let us know what your uh, personal game of the year is. The year is just about over. You can talk about it now. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Spotify did wrapped last week. I was going to say, November. yes. Um, <laughs> the year has stopped collecting information at the end of October. So you're good. You yep. can declare your game of the year now. Yep, yep. Basically, just declare one. 
do it now. Yeah. Um, but that being said, as you guys talk about your game of the year, we are going to wrap up for this episode of the weekly cooldown. Paul, tell the people uh, a game you recommend. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I have been super into StarCraft lately. And so I think, you know what? Go learn an RTS. Um, I would strongly suggest bare minimum play through the campaign first. If you've never played an RTS before, put it on easy. Just take your time <sighs> with it. Um, and just go from there. Don't start with multiplayer. You'll hate it and die. Mm. Or don't do that. Don't do that at all. Yeah. Don't we didn't talk about game. Monster Hunter. You know what? I forgot about Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter Wild. That game looks There's sick. A, that game does look really cool. Monster Hunter Wild. Um, very quickly, what it, what was your, <laughs> what was your, huh? bless you, thoughts? Um, it, is it, I can't tell if it's supposed to be a continuation of the Monster Hunter like world side, whatever. New game, or is it, it just lo- a brand new game? It looks like a totally new game, and it looks like it has like debilitating weather effects or something yeah. like that too. And the graphics aren't like quite at Monster Hunter World level, so it does look like it's still a relatively more budget game for Capcom. So mm. that's the that's I think you're right. I think it's just like the next game in the series, and not like a a like turning world into a side series. But we'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping it would be another Monster Hunter World. I actually just wanted it to be straight up Monster Hunter World too. Could be that in a, in a way. That's what I think. That's what I was thinking it might be at first, but I think the graphics for it are actually like a step down from Monster Hunter World. Almost, it, it feels like they're at least they're not trying to go for a more realistic bent. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm cool, super cool. excited about it. I, 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 I it kind of makes me want to go pick up Monster Hunter Rise now. And just I could never. Again. I, I wish I could be a Monster Hunter boy. Every time I try, it's not. It's just not clicking for me. Although it was I did. Worlds that got me. I did get into Wild Hearts for a while, which is very mm-hmm. Monster Hunter esque as well. Um, but I just, I don't know. No, I not could not. I think Dauntless was... Yeah, Dauntless is another Monster Hunter uh, free-to-play clone. So, clone. Um, hey, gang. Uh, we're still at the end of the show, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, if you get a chance, go look up a demo for a game called Crow Country. Crow Country, Crow Country is if Final Fantasy VII, the original, and... Uh, like Silent Hill merged together into one game. It's got the same kind of graphical style as Final Fantasy VII, but the like creepy atmosphere of like Silent Hill. Um, it's a very short demo. Um, but if you like survival horror, if you like creepy things, um, and female protagonists, (laughs) um, this is a this is a pretty good demo. Um, and I think it's gonna shape up to be a really, really good game. Um, and I'm excited to see it when it finally releases sometime next year. So go 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 look that up. Go play that. Um and of course Paul, where 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 are you on the internet? Do you wanna be found on that? There's a couple places I'd like to be found if possible. Um, as always, you can find me over on Twitter at Paul's Workin' Twit. The main rockin' twit is still in the void forevermore. And um, especially, you can find me over on Mastodon at shrike.club forward slash at Paul's Rockin' Mastodon. Feel free to follow me from wherever federated place in the Mastodon fetid net, whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> you come from. Good lord. Very cool. And also, Very I'm on cool. Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash 
Excellent. All right. <laughs> as always, you can find me on Twitter at Commonjace Gaming. You can find the weekly cooldown as well at WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the weekly cooldown Facebook. No, not Facebook. Instagram page. Visit WKCooldown.com for more news and other episodes. Find me on Twitch as well at Commonjace Gaming. If you're already in the Twitch chat, I appreciate you so much. Uh, be sure to uh, look in i'm doing this off the dome be sure to check out the links in the description including our humble bundle for this week um and remember that you can support your favorite charities and support the show remember to find us on apple podcast or on spotify and leave a review because it helps the show grow when you do that so do it or at least tell a friend like link it to a friend and just be like listen to this for my friend kami jace and like shut up about it or don't shut up about it say to tell another friend um our logo and art is done by Corgi and follow Corgi on Twitter at dog underscore or doghouse Corgi and D-O-G-H-O-U-S-E-C-O-R-G-I-A-N. That's doghouse Corgi on Twitter. And our music is done by Ricky. Find Ricky on Twitter at doghouse, dog underscore house, D-O-G underscore That's H- a dog noise, actually. Dog, dog house? Dog noise. I said dog house. Yes. Whoops. Dog noise. D-O-G underscore N-O-I-S-E. Dog noise on Twitter. Not dog house. Dog noise. <laughs> That's all for the weekly cooldown. I'm tired. I'm Kami Jace. And I'm Paul. I'll be drunk off my ass next year, Henderson. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. You want to know something stupid? What's that? Oh, you're still recording. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah every ahead. time every time we record the uh, the goodbyes, I do wave stupidly at the camera every single oh, time. Oh, no. Yeah. Even no, if we're not on right. webcam. It's so good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. We're going to close it out. Yep. Uh, folks who are subbed, thank you for sticking around. Folks who are still in ad breaks, I'm going to type at you really quick. Thank you all for joining. We're shutting it down. Wrap it up. Bye. Okay, that's it. Bye. All right, I'm going to shut down the... I'm going to...